This is Joy. And this is Claire. Hello. Happy Thursday. Welcome. Hi. So Memorial Day is here. What? What? That's crazy. What are you doing for Memorial Day? Oh, I don't know. Nothing really. Bring you going to the pool. Uh, Miles' last day of first grade is on Thursday. What? I know. Like the day this releases? Yes. Will be Miles' last day of first grade. Oh my gosh. How are you feeling? I'm fine. I like, I'm not that um, nostalgic about these sorts of moments. I'm just, as everyone knows, not like the most sentimental person. But I, other than feeling like the school year went by really fast, but I'm not like, oh, he's growing up so fast. It's more just like, right. hey, it's already summer break. Yeah. Yeah. And summer break, I think it depends on like kind of probably what your home situation is. But for us, it's a lot more hectic than the school year because it, there's no, there's a much less of a routine. The There's a different camp every week and Evie's preschool goes year round. But Miles, you know, he's in like a different thing literally almost every week for the whole summer. And so, and there's a different time to drop off. And none of the summer camps go past like 3.30 PM because who would actually create a system where working parents could make this work without having to pay extra while already paying 500 bucks a month or a week for camp. So, you know, that's fun. I'm like, also feel like the kids are ready for a break. Uh, except Miles is home today because, which is, we're recording this on Monday, because he has strep and an ear infection. Oh no. I know. Okay. The worst double whammy. But okay, I'm gonna have to share this with Scott. You guys, and I'm so sorry for Miles. I don't not mean to like hijack this story, but we'll talk about it after you finish with Miles. No, because Scott has ruptured an eardrum, and you guys, when I tell you, the man is acting like he's dying. I am. I'm try. Here's the thing, Claire. I'm try. He got mad at me the other day because he's like, "You're not being empathetic," <laughs> and I'm like, "I'm really You're trying." <laughs> Do you understand? He anyway. Go ahead, finish, and I'll. No, I'll, that's it. Yeah. That's the whole story. Is that he has strep and an ear infection, and I just like he woke up. But how's he handling it as a he, kid? Well, the 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 main obstacle we're facing is having to get him to take that thick pink oh. bubble gum antibiotic that has yeah. not changed since the seventies. Like hasn't every single person listening to this has probably taken this stuff, and it's almost it's like it's, chalk, right? Yes, it's yeah. so thick it's almost like viscous, and it's bright pink and they try to make it taste like bubble gum and it just tastes terrible but he has to take it twice a day for 10 days oh buddy yeah so how does he do it he, does he just plug his nose cries and... the whole time yeah oh which i think he's gonna get more into more of a routine with it but he just keeps like freaking himself out the whole like right leading up to it he's like ah, 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 ah. and then i'm like you have 10 milliliters like just get it over with but that's not how it's like it, it's like an episode of Fear Factor every single time. Oh yeah, and you can't like really do the plug note. No. It's just still just like a texture thing. It's just not. It's like that. It's, nothing is no. better. Like why can't everything taste like Dimatap? Remember Dimatap yes. tastes like. Uh, fun fact: My twin brother, when we were babies or like kid, like toddlers, right. um, found a bottle oh, no. of Dimatap <gasps> and drank the entire bottle because he was like, "This tastes yeah, like grape this juice." Is amazing. My mom was like. You know, took him yeah. to the doctor, and they're like, "He's just going to sleep for a while." <laughs> and he did. And that's why they have child. And he was fun things now. Um, Sherry in the chat says, "My brother loved that stuff. The pink azithrom- I think it's azithromycin, and still does as an adult. So weird. That's so funny." <laughs> Jen says, "I literally cannot eat or drink anything grape because of Dimatap. Because of Dimatap, <laughs> it's totally. It but Alicia totally also loves Dimatap. I feel that way about cherry flavored things. Like anytime anything I taste that's cherry flavored just automatically tastes like medicine to me. Yeah. Well, because what's cherry flavored? They have plenty of uh, cough syrup, cough, you know, like when yep. you, yeah. Like Robitussin. <laughs> they try to like 
mask it, but they're not fooling anybody. We're all like, kind of like, well. (laughs) I think there was a period in my life where I had to eat I can't remember what this would have been for. I had a lot of like digestive issues when I was growing up because I was extremely lactose intolerant and no one in the 90s, that wasn't a thing. And so everyone just thought that like, I at one point had to drink barium and get an x-ray of my intestines because that's how like perplexed they were about my constant stomach pain. Turns out I just am really allergic to dairy and I'm allergic to lactose and casein. All that to say that nowadays, the moment your kid starts acting up, just like, oh, we're going to take dairy out of their diet for a few weeks and see what happens. In the early 90s, that was not one of the choices. And so I had to drink this like cherry flavored barium. I think that's what did it. Uh, a lot of a lot of love in the chat for medicine flavors. But that's been the main trauma with this ear infection, sinus infection, double whammy, which is it's also just like those are two of the most miserable things to get. So miserable. And you get them at the same time. Oh, and it's God. the last week of school. He's staying home. He's missing field day today. Oh. I know. He missed a birthday a party on Saturday. And last year, he also missed field day in the last week of school because this was the week last year that we all had COVID. Th- was it? Yeah. You guys all had it. Uh, yeah, we. That's moved. right. You were moving. We were moving. Were you moving? Yes, we oh moved. And then the, that, like, I tested positive for COVID the day that we moved on moving. I day. remember that. Yeah. I nightmare. remember that. And you were like, this. and then like slowly over the next couple of days, the whole family tested positive. Yeah, fun times. Oh my gosh. Well, I hope he gets well soon. And I am laughing so much over the cough medicine. Yeah. I mean, it really is kind of like they're trying to mask it to where, it, like, I think when I took the um, when I was preparing for my colonoscopy. They just, oh, there's yeah. not, there's no flavor to it. Everyone's yeah. like, yeah, I had a flavor. I'm like, why? Or people are like, oh yeah, I just did like a pill thing. I'm like, why am I getting why the didn't worst I, possible? Wait, why did I get the flavorless glop? <sighs> yeah. Cause I, I, I can't, can't imagine that it would be I very can't. good, but at least it, if it was like lemon flavored or something, you could kind of trick your body into thinking it was like a liquid IV or. Uh. <laughs> I still, I'm like, I just yeah, had a just gag moment it. where I was like up at 2 a.m. trying so hard. I couldn't even take a sip. I was like, my body was just like rejecting everything. <laughs> so mad. Christy in the chat said that she also was lactose intolerant and didn't find out until her 20s. She says, I thought I just was cursed with stomach aches. Same. I think I've told this story on the podcast before, but there was one summer where I was going through a pint of Cherry Garcia like every two to three days. And I was, I probably was like 12 or 13, like in the peak of just like eat whatever you want. And I was so miserable, but I, it didn't even cross my mind that I could be lactose intolerant. So I convinced myself I was allergic to cherries. Ah! Like in, yes. a, in a pint of cherry Garcia, ah, we're maybe looking ah. at one whole cherry. But I was like, that must be it. I must be allergic to cherries. So for like my entire middle school and like early high school, I was like, yeah, I'm allergic to cherries. Oh my god! And I was gosh. like, no, Claire, you're consuming a pint of ice cream every other day. That's why you cannot get out of the bathroom. I remember when I – so we when I, when I was at my reunion, we were all joking after, you know, going through rehearsals. We were like, we're going to go to M&M Mart, which is like this gas station next to the high school that we always used to go to. It was kind of like the go-to place for all the high schoolers. So we're like, let's go to M&M and like relive our M&M days, which is just basically getting an entire extra large, what what did I get? Raspberry iced tea, red hot, what are those? Hot tamales, candies. I was always like, why do I have such a stomach ache after eating all and drinking this? Like it is a teenager. You don't think about those things, but I always was like, oh, it's so good. And then later I'd be like, why does my stomach hurt so bad? Because I literally just probably downed 500 gallons of sugar 
on top of sugar. So and funny. I don't even think it was like, why does my stomach hurt? It was just an unrelated, like, oh, my stomach hurts. Huh. Like we never sat and thought, we didn't even think about the cause. It wasn't like, what's going on here? It was just like, oh, stomach ache time. Isn't that funny? I remember drinking the only time I've ever had a vitamin water. It sent me to the bathroom immediately. Who knows why? Who knows what would have been in there? Really? Yeah. I don't know. Right? So it's supposed to be like so non whatever. Who knows? There must be some dye in it or something about the flavoring. Uh-huh, something uh-huh. in there did not settle, did not sit with me. And I mm. chugged the whole thing in math class and then like had to run to the bathroom. It wasn't until a couple of days later that I was describing this to someone older and they were like, oh, what's, I wonder what's in the vitamin water that didn't like sit with you. And I was like, oh, I did not even connect those dots. I just yeah, it's like, so funny. Like you just don't think about that. You no. think your body's just like reacting to something in the air. Who knows? Right. But yeah. But I, uh, I don't know, maybe it was like last year, I bought this jam from Trader Joe's. I have no idea like what kind of what ingredient was was in it. It was like some type of jam, you know, they have they have all those specialty concoctions of things. I love jam. I love like toast. I love anything with bread, toast, butter, jam, all of that combination is lovely for me. So this was like when I started my new job, and I had been eating this jam and felt like super nauseous later and was like almost to a level of um, having to get cold packs to like calm my nausea because I was like on in session with clients and I'd be all of a sudden get this wave of nausea and I'd start texting Scott. I'm like, can you bring me a cold pack? Like, I feel like I'm going to vomit. And he's like, are you okay? And this happened consistently. I'm not a barfer, guys. I, I don't barf that easily. And so it was really upsetting. And this happened day after day. And I wasn't putting two and two together that like, this is a new jam. And I was like, maybe it's this freaking jam. Like there's something in it that my body is like literally rejecting. Right, whatever the like pectin yeah, type or I don't know. Yeah, it right. was so bizarre. The, and to, and like the coagulator, the thing that makes it thick, thickener, that, that thing. But you one day I was this, on, but Joy and I are both like wiggling our fingers, like as yeah. if we're squeezing Eating dough. <laughs> You're recreating the day that you Ned dough on. Ned? Ned dough? Needed? Needed? Needed dough on the podcast. Okay, that was so funny. A very tiny bunny trail and let yeah. you know that Miles will not stop using the word blunk as the past tense of blink. <gasps> Ooh. He's like That makes sense. And we're and we're in like a real staring contest phase. So he says it a lot. Like I don't I think in any given person's You day, blunk. Yeah, he's like, Oh, you blunk. I'm like, did I blunk? Anyway, go back Don't to your change story. A thing. Don't change a thing. No, one day I was on, in a session with a client and I was about to vomit. It was so close. And I remember we were wrapping up and I just remember trying to push it to where we were like done, done, done. I was like, all right, well, I'll schedule with you online. Okay. Like I was trying to just get off the phone because I was like, I need to run to the bathroom. It was so close. The second I hung up, luckily the bathroom was right next to my office and I just like raced to the bathroom and got sick. And Scott was like, are you okay? Like, what just happened? And then finally I was like, I think this jam is poisoning me. Like, what the heck is going on? Oh, I also feel that way about like a lot of the men in my life who it's like so clear. Like Brandon, for example, wildly lactose intolerant. He's like, I can't be lactose intolerant. I'm from Wisconsin. Like, that's not how that works. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like I, I listen not to be um, TMI, but like I listen. Nobody on this podcast ever thinks anything is TMI. Like I listen, I hear you go to the bathroom every day. That is not a normal daily bathroom. <laughs> That's not normal noises. Oh not every God. day. You should not. Even, you, that should not be happening right. every day. Oh yeah, yeah. He's like, 
I can't, he's like, no, I'm not lactose intolerant. I'm like, you absolutely are lactose intolerant. You might also be gluten intolerant. I think this is part of why you're always so hungry is because your body's like not taking in any nutrients because you're eating tons of food that like you're allergic to. And he is absolutely in denial and I'm never going to get him out of denial. And then on the flip side, you have people like John Hay, which it was his birthday this weekend. Happy birthday to my dad, John Hay. Sweater vest celebration. And he wore a sweater vest, obviously. Every day of his life, he wears a sweater vest. Even if it's the middle of summer, he will be wearing jeans, like not jean shorts. He would never wear jean shorts. Like khaki shorts, a polo, and a sweater vest. It could be 98 degrees outside and this man's going to Yeah. I remember in the summertime when you had your baby shower, he yeah. was just rolling up in a sweater, in a sweater vest, vest in the summertime. Yep. It was great. But he is like selectively avoids gluten. He's like, I am. I think I'm allergic to gluten. But then you'll look over and he's eating like a sleeve of saltines. <laughs> and you're like, oh, there's no gluten in them. <laughs> he's like, that man What about your croissant? Yeah, croissants, big time. <laughs> he is so funny. He's like- I think I will always remember my dad. Like one of the quintessential things that he does is he's just such a little like snacking scavenger. Like he's the type of person who has little like bowls of nuts around the house. And like his mom was like this too. And she would always buy the little like prepackaged like kick like Kit Kat bites, like anything that's bite-sized. And he does this. He loves to go to the whole to Whole Foods. He used to be alfalfas, R.I.P. Alfalfas. And he would get like all the latest organic snacks. He loves being the first one to like buy the new bag of chips or whatever. And he's like, oh, have you had these crackers yet? There's like kelp wasabi. Like, you know, he's like, They're, these are made from regenerative kelp. And I'm like, oh, wow, these taste like the bottom of a shoe, but that's so great. They're made from regenerative kelp. He loves like all that stuff. And so I just always picture him standing in front of either, either the open fridge, or the open pantry, just like picking up bites with his fingers directly from the container of whatever it is and putting them in his mouth and like turning around holding a container like hey you want some of these it could be anything it could be raspberries it could be kelp chips it could be anything oh speaking of dad stories i do want to say two dad stories really quick and we'd love to hear more because father's day is coming up jacqueline wrote in i want to read this because it's amazing and we'll post the accompanying picture once we have this up on store or once we publish the episode we'll put it on stories uh it says so 2019 during the height of what's the plan for this i sent you a pic of my dad's coffee makers bistro he had going on in his man room and you posted it on your instagram stories and i took a screenshot i'm sending it along and i do remember this photo so we will repost it. But I don't remember the what's the plan for this. He died unexpectedly unexpectedly a year and a half ago, and I was crushed. I lost my best friend and hero. Most girls are close with their moms, but I was way closer to my dad. In adulthood, we would just try to one-up each other with funny bits, uh, all to make the other one laugh until they cried. Thanks for being the best part of the work week. So we'll repost that because it really is like, I mean, I don't know if you can see it here, but it's just like, do you remember that photo, Claire? I'm yeah, holding it up. Like it's like four different makers, coffee makers. It was like, a, like an espresso, like a drip coffee, all these different things and it was during covid where it was like i don't remember the whole story there's so many different coffee options there's a one cup there's a keurig there's an espresso machine and then there's like a drip coffee maker and then it also looks like there's some kind of like tea steep it's great so jacqueline sorry for your loss and your dad sounds amazing i love that i love the like quirks of our parents too i do too like that's such a great i also like it when you realize as an adult that you're like picking up a flavor of their same eccentricities and you realize like, oh, I, you know, I always give my, I'm trying to think of an example. I don't do this, but I have a friend who's like, they always gave their mom crap for collecting Christmas ornaments. Mm -hmm. And 
you know, now you turn around and this person has like an incredible collection of mugs. And I'm like, they're, and she's like, yeah, but these are different. I'm like, your mom would say the same thing about Christmas ornaments. Yeah. <laughs> um, This is cute. Molly says, I called my dad to wish him a happy birthday last week. Happy birthday, Molly's dad. He answered while playing pickleball, calling out scores, trash talking and all. He's 75. He was, it was so hilarious to me. He called me back later and said he was busy kicking ass when I called. Oh my that's gosh. So that's pickleball so is hysterical. Oh my god! Did gosh. I talk about how I won, how I won a pickleball award on this or did I just yes. um, put it on Instagram? Really? I think you put it on Instagram. Well, if you don't know my story, I won a pickleball award because the, we did like a, a company wide pickleball game. The awards were jars of pickles, but I didn't know that they were the awards. So I just grabbed one of the jars of pickles and opened it and started eating it. Cause I was like, Oh, pickles and pickleball. Like somebody who's brought such an, I love pickles. <laughs> And so then they had to give me the award because I had already started eating it. I think that's hilarious. You're like, this is how I won my first Yeah, and it was my first ever sports award. So now I'm an award-winning pickleball player in case anybody ever wants to play me in pickleball. Congratulations. Thank you very much. I worked very hard for that award. Sarah also wrote in and said, growing up, my dad has always made funny nicknames for stores. Things like the gap is the crap. American Eagle was American Beagle, and he called cell phones, oh, what the heck, instead of hell phone. (laughs) It's just something silly he's always done. This past weekend, I needed poppy seeds for a recipe and had to borrow some from my parents. When I told my five-year-old daughter, Tess, that Grandpa Joe had brought over poppy seeds, she went, oh, he calls those puppy seeds. The tradition continues. That's so cute. That's so cute. Yeah. Like, do you find, do you do things like your dad? Do you feel like there's certain things that you do that are like John Hay? Yeah. Especially like sometimes if I my kids are annoying me and I'll like bark at them. And I'm like, Oh, that was my dad. That's funny. I I used to make that exact same. Like, Hey, like I'll just really short, like literally like a bark. Yeah. And I'm yeah. Like, Oh wow. That was, that was John. Hey, right directly there. from my brainstem into my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> totally. We, it's like inevitable. Yeah. We are going to become our parents. I'm 1000% my dad. Yeah. And it's so like, I, we are just in every single way. And my, and Scott always says that he's like, you are so much like your dad. Um, just the way that we putz around, like we tinker, we like have nonstop energy. We have to move all the time. My mom last weekend when we went and saw Les Mis and I was like talking myself through the morning thing that I had to do for my run. I was like, well, I got to do this cause I have to do this. And I have like, I have to do this run cause I'm doing the race this week and I have to see how I feel. And I was like, kind of like nervous energy talking. And she's like, calm down, Ronald, which is my dad's name. And I was like, am I being like dad? Like, I don't understand. I like don't, I don't see it, but I'm like, I guess. I'm just like- <laughs> also this happened. Uh, so I went to Costco. Longmont has a new Costco and I went for the first time. We'll talk about it in a sec. So exciting. Um, But I was there with my friend, Amanda. Hi, Amanda, if you're listening and her daughter, Alex and, and Evie was at my mom's house. And normally Alex and Evie are like two peas in a pod. So it was just me, Amanda and her daughter, Alex. So Alex is Evie's age. She's like four and a half. We're going through the aisle and Alex starts like singing a little jingle about something like who knows what cookies. And Amanda was like, it's so funny that she does that. And I'm like, Amanda, you were literally just doing that. Like we were walking down the aisle and Amanda's like, what are we looking for? And then like two <laughs> seconds later, Alex starts singing about cookies. And I'm like, she was doing a call and response. Like you, have, and she's like, I never knew I did that. Like Amanda sings all the time, just little jingles like that. Just at her, she sings her thoughts and Alex is picking up on it. And Amanda was like, so unaware that she did it, that she was just like, isn't it funny that Alex sings things? The call is coming from inside the house. Like you are doing it all the time. It's just <laughs> is so cute. It was like the cutest moment of my weekend. I love it. Yeah, so I went to Costco. I spent $325. <laughs> Sounds about right. Sounds about right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to have to buy Swiffer pads ever again. Other than that... Wait, let's explain to anyone who maybe doesn't have Costco or any of our 
uh, like out of the U.S. Sure. I don't think it's. I mean, I think yeah. I would hope. I think everybody's like probably generally maybe aware of Costco. It's just a warehouse full of big box store. But like, like it's a surplus. Everything's it's like in a, bulk. It's a bulk store, right? So yeah. you aren't buying like a bag of. You're not buying one pack of Swiffers. You're buying a case of eight packs of Swiffers. And you can't, in fact, just buy one pack. You have to buy the case. And yeah. so the idea is that you're paying less because you're getting like the wholesale price. Right. And you you pay a membership to go to Costco and then you basically like buy things more or less at wholesale prices. Mm-hmm. But you have to buy so much of them. And oh, Mara says they even have Costco in Japan. So probably everybody. There we go. Yeah. A, just, at least just aware of sure. the concept. Yeah. I have never lived close enough to one for it to be like part of my weekly routine, but we just got one a mile away from our house. So I went on Saturday. And like even in Boulder? There's uh-uh, there's one in Superior. They don't have Costco in Boulder? They have what? one. The closest one is is in Superior. Remember they like almost burned down during that fire? Yeah. I, I don't then, know why that surprises me, but maybe Boulder's too bougie for Costco. Yeah, they don't have a Walmart in Boulder. Mm, that's doesn't surprise me. Yeah, there's one like 100 yards on the other side of the county line in Longmont. There's no... I, no, there's there's Walmarts in Boulder County because there's a couple in Longmont, but there's none in the okay. city of Boulder. Anyway, all that to say, yeah. no Costco's. I got there at 5:45, and I like got my little card, walking around, spent like an hour there, got myself big couple big things of Swiffers, a bunch of olive oil, avocado oil. Like those are the things where you really do actually save a lot of money is because you get you're getting like a gallon of mm-hmm. avocado oil. And I go to check out, and I'm like. It's so chill in here. Like, this is so great. I came at the right time. Come to find that on Saturday nights, they close at six. So I have just been walking around for 45 minutes and had no idea that they were closed. And they don't, and they didn't make an announcement. They were like, all right. Yeah, they don't. They just let you shop. Yeah. (laughs) I've done that before. I felt terrible. And I was like, everyone is so like chill. This is so great. No, it was because they've been closed almost the entire time that I have been there. And yeah, they don't, they like let you in and then you just leave when you leave. Cause everyone still has to like pack up and do whatever yeah. they do. Right. For, like, it's the like basically hour. a 20, I mean, so they just- <laughs> well, and we, I mean, our friend has like, her husband works in the, in shipping and receiving at a Costco and he works for, like a 3am shift. So like there's someone in the building 24 hours, I'm pretty sure. Anyway, all that to say that I felt really bad, but I would do it again because it was so chill. <laughs> when I got there, it was packed. And I was like, "Why? wow, this is crazy. And then it just died right down because they stopped letting yeah. people in. <laughs> I have a very like weird relationship with going to Costco. I It drives Scott nuts, but I will not go unless it is one minute before they open because it is, I mean, really any Costco that I've been to is so busy and it freaks me out. So I go the moment they open and I make it a mission to get out of there within 15 minutes. I'm like supermarket sweep. I go in. I know what I want. I'm like, (laughs) I can't stand it. It is like, it's because it gets so busy, like to the point where you're like, there's like lines down the aisles to like check out. But congratulations because it is, I love Costco. I need you to give me the intel because I think the thing is, I don't know like what to go to Costco for. Like what's the thing you have to get Mm. at Costco. So I got sort of just Costco versions of the stuff I would normally get, but I didn't peruse all that much. Like I got a huge thing of trail mix, a bunch of LaCroix, a bunch of like free, you know, frozen push pops, like the kind of Mm -hmm. otter pop style pops my kids love. Yeah, that's good. Those are great. Um, Dog food, you know, just stuff like that, where it's like, I would buy this anyway. And so I'm just gonna, and I'm not worried about it going bad. Or like, I got a huge thing of frozen chicken nuggets. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is when you're buying in bulk like that, I always have to talk myself out of things where I'm like, I can't use all of this within like the expiration date. So you just don't end up wasting. I, the trick for me is I will often, I will kind of break that rule and like buy things before I need them if it's on sale because 
because I'm like, eventually I'm going to like use this. I love using like powdered Tide and that will always go on sale because it's expensive. And so I like will buy that before it's out. I mean, it really just kind of depends. I, they do stock things kind of in cycles depending on, I guess, their contracts. We should ask Jess about that because Phil works for Costco, but like, you know, they carried my favorite kombucha, the GT Synergy kombucha for a while, and then they don't anymore. So you kind of like have to keep your, because they don't always have the same things, which Scott makes fun of me because he doesn't like to go down every single aisle. And I do, because I'm like, you never know. They move things around. Like, I need to see yeah, where things if, are. if there's anything we know about Joy is that she loves to browse. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, he's oh, every single time we go together, he goes, are we going down every single aisle? You're I'm like, like don't come with me, me this? You if don't- you don't want to do this. 1000%. Thank you. No. I'm always like, you know what I'm going to do. And he, he always makes the comment, we have to go down every single aisle. You're like, yeah, like, correct. You know, if you want, been married to go me get a chicken for 15 years. And I'm taking a table yes. in the front and let me browse. Please go, buy a go watch them dog. make the pizza. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care what you Wa- need to watching do. Them, why is watching them make the pizza so satisfying though? Because that satisfying. thing, it's like really good. <laughs> anyway, so I really do like to just kind of like see what is new. I do love right now they're carrying the Kevin's like paleo meals and I really like that because it's like really I don't know good I sometimes like packaged foods I get like weird about but the Kevin's paleo meals are really good um because you can make them really easy really quick yeah if anybody out there has like a a absolutely favorite thing that you always love getting at Costco please let me know because I need some intel on like it's sort of like when I go to Trader Joe's and I text you and I'm like what do I need to get at Trader Joe's what do I need to get yeah Yeah. like what should I I not miss Right. Like I do, I get the trash bags. People are saying cleaning supplies. Especially if you're listening to this and you have kids who's who you have to pack lunches for. Mm-hmm. Like the squeezy pouches. Oh, yeah. I got a humongous thing of applesauce yeah. pouches. I mm-hmm. bought this thing. One thing I am really excited about is it's like 10, a pack of 10 individual little plastic cartons of pre-cooked, pre-cut chicken breast, like chunks, mm-hmm. like grilled chicken breasts. I was like, oh, this mm-hmm. is like lunch for me and Brandon for the whole week. And it was 10 bucks. So that was a fun find. I need to know... I need. I get weirded out by buying coffee in bulk because God is such a coffee snob. So if I buy buy anything coffee bulk, he gets like, "This is gross." So is any coffee snob out there that can truly attest to a good? Because Kelly just said the New Mexico pinon coffee is good, so maybe we can try that. But sometimes I get like weirded out by buying the yeah. bulk coffee stuff. I, there's stuff where it's like the the quality difference. I'm actually gonna taste. Like there are some stuff where it's like yes. tortilla chips. Unless you're in the top 10% of like freshly baked tortilla chips, I'm not going to tell the difference between the Whole Foods brand and the Kirkland brand and the Safeway brand. Kirkland tortilla chips are clutch. (laughs) Or like, I like their popcorn too. They have like those big red bags of popcorn. Mm -hmm. Love it. Those are really good. (laughs) I feel like that type of thing is like, I'm not really going to tell the difference. So I might as well just get the the Kirkland brand. But coffee, Mm -hmm. it's like, I tell, really tell the difference. We get Ozo Mm -hmm. coffee because it's in Longmont. Mm -hmm. And my favorite coffee that they have is the Creek Stomper, it's called. And they They only. They sell that at Costco, or you no, just no, get it no, at no. Ozo. I'm just okay, talking about. Okay. Now I'm under the topic sure. of talking about in Costco. general. Right? If they sold it at, at Costco, I'd be very excited. But you can buy it in bulk at the Ozo stores, which there's literally one that we. It's right next door to Karate, where they're all the time. They only have the Creek Stomper, the one that I like. It's a seasonal one. It's like their summer blend. So they just brought it back. I'm very excited. I'm gonna go drink that when we're done talking. Mm-hmm. Oh, Kelly brought has a good follow up question. If you're looking for mm. coffee recommendations, what is Scott's favorite coffee for reference? Well, he doesn't have a favorite, but he likes like the small batch 
local roasters. So like, is there like a any, like Stumptown? Like he likes like he's like more of like really. a like no. A, it just like it's a, like he can tell the difference with like bulk coffee versus like they if you have like the date it was roasted. You know, like that's where yeah, it's at. that might just be like a thing that like he's, small batch guy. Yeah, yeah he's it a just small might batch have to guy. Be that. I try to convert it, but then he tell like when because I make his coffee every morning, and if I get like the bulk coffee. He'll okay, be like, here's what you have to do. What kind of coffee is Buy this? Buy the and bulk like, coffee and just put it in the small batch bag. That's what I, that's what I try to like oh, sneak in sometimes. Yeah, sometimes he'll be like, what kind of coffee is and this? you're like, and look I'm at like, the bag. It's I know. Down. I really should do that. You should. It's so for, like, small batch is so expensive. Ugh, yeah. Ooh, kicking horse. Yeah, that's a oh. good one. I should try that one. Yeah. So my grandfather, who lives with my mom, he's 96 maybe now. He's the opposite. He only drinks Folgers. That's amazing. And has always only drank Folgers, probably since like 1950. And one time they moved to Boulder. They lived in Boulder for a period of time when I was like in middle school and my parents had first gotten divorced. They moved out here to like, and they watched us a lot. My grandpa, who at the time was probably, would have been in his, in his early seventies, maybe goes into like a Pearl street bougie coffee shop where the guy behind the counter, let's just imagine him. He's probably has a goatee and is wearing a beret, right? Cause this is like the late nineties in Boulder in a fancy coffee shop. And he stands there and looks at the menu and finally walks up to the counter and says, do you have anything that tastes like Folgers? (laughs) And then barista goes, I hope not. (laughs) That's perfect. That's perfect. Oh, Mira says, anyone remember the jingle? Obviously. The best part of waking waking up. up. And it's like, you're never going to unhear it. So, yeah. And then um, Scott will actually say that if I, if I like put something different, he'll go, did you... Secretly replace my Folgers crystals. <laughs> He's such a dork. Anyway, um, yeah, that's really funny. Okay, so lastly, as far as what to buy for kids with Costco, pure organic layered fruit bars, bear fruit rolls, and of course, goldfish. So many goldfish, yeah. yeah. And I think the other thing that I just like love about Costco is like, because we always, when we go to Hawaii, we always go to the Costco there and they always have like stuff specific to where you live. So they'll have like big old paddle boards and like beach chairs and like. Oh yeah. I mean, we walked in and they have like tents, grills. I mean, all that type of thing. I think if I was really in the market for, if I needed to buy a giant new tent, I would definitely go there now. No, something that I've been, something that I've recently started because I have the Costco app. And so I'll start browsing on there and they have like certain sales online for things that aren't in the store. So I bought this, like, I got this really good deal because lately I've been like, okay, trying to drink more water. I don't know. Sometimes mixing it with like liquid IV, but they have, who was telling me this? Sassy Dietitian was like, maybe try to get more potassium. So I was drinking more, I'm drinking more coconut water. I really need to learn to like coconut water. Well, this mix that I have is like like flavored coconut water. So it's not like the, you remember, what does it taste like to you? Like hair or something? Uh, No, (laughs) it tastes like, I think it tastes like feet. That's right. I knew it was like some body part. I, I've never liked it. The only time I've ever had it that I liked it, there was like a hot minute where, remember when Evolution Juices first came out and it was actually like a small batch, like cold pressed juice company yes, before yes. Starbucks or whatever bought it. Um, They had a pineapple coconut water that I liked because it sort of tasted like a Mai Tai. Yeah, yeah. But I can't drink just plain coconut water. I just think it tastes like you forgot to rinse your cup out like six weeks ago and now you're trying to drink a glass of water. I'm not into it. Let me see if I can pull up the link of the kind that I have. Uh, so I got it at Costco online and they had this really 
really good like bulk deal because I've tried a couple of the mixes like I've tried Laird's Hydrate the Laird Superfood brand I didn't really like it. Honestly, we all know how much I love Laird, but I feel like their products don't blend very well. The coffee stuff, like the hot stuff is okay. Yeah, I've tried like some of their smoothie powders and I always just feel like it doesn't blend the way you want it to. It has a bad mouthfeel, says Carolyn. I agree. Mouthfeel is the correct word. All right, well, text it to me later. We'll we'll put it on Instagram if we can find it. It's, yeah, so I just bought like a huge thing. I've been buying things online at Costco too because I'm like, ooh, this is not in the store, but I can get it delivered for free. Like all of the Pendleton blankets that I got. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Such a good, that's a good deal. Yeah. Anyway. I love every time you post those with your with the dogs and Everyone. everyone's like, I have that blanket. Oh, the best dogs, cuddle blankets. They're so soft and yeah. Okay, let's move on from Costco. We only have a few more minutes, but let's get to a couple questions that were left from when we did our Q&A episode a couple of weeks ago. My wedding is in one month, not mine. This is a listener. Best advice in the lead up to the big day. Sorry if this is like too close because this, this was probably like a few weeks ago. We're going to give this advice anyway. <laughs> Sorry if your wedding is like this weekend and you're like, thanks a lot, guys. I think my, so I was a wedding planner for a long time. I have been involved in one way, shape or form with about 300 weddings. My biggest advice is to truly not sweat the small stuff, which I know sounds like so cliche, but you have to just remind yourself that if something is, if something goes wrong that day, no one else is going to know about it except for you and maybe like a couple of bridesmaids and your wedding planner or like your caterer or whoever the thing goes wrong with. As long as you end the day married, there are very few things that you cannot fix in the moment. Like your caterer doesn't show up, call and order 20 pizzas. Your dress rips as you're walking down the aisle. Okay, your dress ripped. Like that sucks. It's, you know, you paid a lot of money for it, whatever, but like it, it happened. Your your florist doesn't show up. Your ceremony's gonna look a little bit not like what you envisioned, but nobody's gonna sit down and be like, wow, this wedding would have been great, except I really don't know. I don't understand why there aren't any floral arrangements on the tables. Like I think it's so easy when you're a bride to get so caught up in all of the little decisions because there's so much marketing around like it's your day, it needs to be special. You want every single thing to be perfect, like it should be exactly how you want. And then you get to the day and you're in. For most people out there, and I don't know if that's how this listener feels, but it's one of the few very large events you will ever plan in your life. And that is a skill set that not a lot of people have. And so all of a sudden, we're just expecting brides to be able to plan like a 100 to 200 person event with no prior experience and very little guidance. Be like, hope that you didn't make any mistakes. Hope you don't regret this forever. That's too much pressure. So be okay with letting some stuff go. If things don't go well the day of something, you know, doesn't go the way you plan the day of, keep it in perspective. And most of all, remind yourself that your guests will not know the difference. I don't think I have anything more to add. The only thing I remember that I thought was great advice was Scott was like, make a point person because we didn't have like a wedding planner, but he kind of the same thing. We're like, make a point person that is not your family that is not in the wedding party that you can turn to in an emergency if something comes up that you're like telling them, can you run to the store if I need this or that type of thing? Like, so making almost like an assistant the day of that's willing to kind of step in and do what you need to do if something happens. Honestly, sometimes the best person for that is the date of a groomsman. Ooh, yeah. Because a lot of times, yeah, well, a lot of times if you are with, if you're there with a groomsman, but you don't really know a lot of other people, you're feeling pretty like adrift and you're like, I can't hang out with my boyfriend the whole day or my husband who's in the wedding party. Right. And it's so, and then like, if they can kind of bring you into the fold and say, okay, like I was that person when I was in 
college, my college boyfriend's brother got married. So everyone I knew at the, I knew who was there was like obviously my college boyfriend. He was the like best man. Their whole family, obviously, I knew pretty well, but they were all in the wedding. I didn't. I barely knew anyone else who was there, and so I became like the runner for the day. I was like, hey, can you go out and get X Y Z? And I felt versus I would have just been sitting around because everyone else is getting ready the whole day or like doing the photos, whatnot. So if you have a, a groomsman, probably not the date of a bridesmaid, but also maybe, but if you have a groomsman who has a date who does not know anybody else coming to the wedding, give them a job. Love it. This is a cute one. Let's have everyone in the chat weigh in too. I, I shouldn't say cute, but it's just kind of like, we're all going through the same thing. It says, why is adulting so hard? I need an adultier adult because I'm not adult enough for this BS. <laughs> I really feel that way. I feel that way when I'm parenting. Where's my mom? Oh, I'm the mom. (laughs) Where's my mom? Dang it. Carol, come over, please. And she does often. Of course, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Everyone says it's the worst. I feel that way when I'm sick. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. When you're sick and you're like, where is somebody to take care of me? Who's running out to get me children's dime to happen? Well, which is probably why Scott is like, be empathetic. Maybe I need to just be nicer. I'm not really empathetic when he's like, I told him the other day, I was like, you're being insufferable with this. Like, it's, you're okay. Like, you're going to get better. You went to the doctor, you're on antibiotics. He's like, you're not being empathetic. And I was like, but you can handle this. I know you can. Like, <laughs> then I feel bad, but you, yeah, maybe he needs a, maybe he needs a caretaker. He does. That's... He needs a caretaker. Um, Mira says, I just want dinner. Like, yeah, there are sometimes, so many times yeah. where I get home and I'm like, I just want to walk in the house and have someone else hand me dinner and have someone else clean it up and then like Mm -hmm. go to bed and not be worrying about the house being a mess. I think about that with my childless coworkers that like when they go home, they could like you, for example, they can just like lay on the couch. I have to go home and like, and and do another full-time job. Like the hardest part of my day is from like 6.30 to 8.30 PM when I have to be putting my freaking kids to bed. So tired. Carolyn says, this is why I'm glad I married my husband. I tell everyone he runs the house and we just live in it. I I would like some more moments where I felt like that. Mm -hmm. Thank goodness for therapy. Yeah, it's true. And Uh, meal kits every once in a while. And meal kits every once in a while. meals. So all that to say to this person's question, we obviously don't have any answers for you. We all can, we feel the same way. Let us know. Advice for managing comparison anxiety, kids, body, and career. This is a big one. But each one of those topics could be like their whole own episode between kids and body and career. I would say let's get off social media. Let's make it real easy. Take a break. Because usually comparison happens when you're looking at other people. Maybe we can cap that. You know, if people are dealing with that, I would say take a, like a week or two off of social media and don't look at what other people are doing and live like immersed into your life. That is usually when I get into comparison traps, I have to like stop looking what other people are doing. But make sure you save your Instagram password first because otherwise you might never. Oh my gosh, what a nightmare. What a nightmare. (laughs) But no, I agree. Take away the opportunities for comparison. And if you can't take away the opportunities for comparison, like if it's like a sibling or something, or if you're just like not feeling like that's the strategy that sounds good to you, I think another way to do it is to compare. We've talked about this a couple of months ago, maybe like if you're going to compare, like really compare every single thing, compare how much time you have compared to that person, compare the salary, compare the area that they live, the support they have outside their family the support they have inside their family compare their like trajectory in their life up to this point compare what you've had to overcome that they didn't have to overcome like look at every single thing and you'll start to break down how it's there's nothing there's no such thing as comparing apples to apples when you're looking at that and you'll start to realize oh this person is further along in their career because they had a leg up in their 20s that I didn't have or this person's marriage looks so much better but when you actually like really look at it their husband works five times as much as my husband or you know whatever the case may be anytime that I've ever started to really start 
to really feel like, oh, this person just has this amazing life and I just wish I had their life. The more I look at it, the more I'm like, oh, this is not worth even comparing to like this person's reality is so removed from mine. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean I don't still sometimes feel like a little bit envious of that where I'm not like, man, I really wish I would have had that advantage. But it helps me to make it more of like a logical like, oh, if I had had that advantage, maybe I could have that life too versus like, oh, why don't I have that? Or, oh, I'm behind Mm -hmm. because I don't have that. Mm -hmm. Well, I think it's always that assumption is people have it quote unquote better than you. And so kind of the mantra sometimes I will say is like, no one has it better than me. Like, because I am my only person. If you were to kind of pair, like you said, compare apples to apples and every single thing that happens in your life is not the same leading up to where you are now. So I'm always kind of like, we're completely different people. So Carolyn says, no one else has to live your life for you. Make choices that work best for you. All right. Selling Sunset in three minutes or less. Three minutes or less. Okay. Because we got to wrap up. If you have not yet watched the latest season of Selling Sunset, I am a huge fan. I do think, I mean, the storylines is kind of like the same, but I think my favorite part always is the uh, palace intrigue of going into these beautiful homes and being able to see all of the um, beautiful architecture and design. I went on a walk after with Scott and the dogs after watching Selling Sunset, the latest season. And I said, I'm just like in this depression because I don't have one of these houses. Speaking of comparison, I was like, I don't, we don't have like one of these houses in LA. And he's like, you would hate living in LA. And I was like, it's true. I, the only reason I love LA is because I fantasize about it in my head of this perfect place. And then we can visit and it's like perfect to me, but it's great. It's exactly what you would want in this beautiful reality show where everyone has great clothes. I did go back like, you know, after the season ends, it kind of like goes back to the first episode and starts replaying it. And the, the difference of like how they look to how they look now is like, whoa, it's crazy. Like how much of the the makeup and the hair just evolves, but it's really, really good. The latest villain is one of Nick Cannon's baby mamas. That's an interesting storyline. But anyway, love it. Love to see it. Can't wait for the next one. Worth it. Queer Eye, the oh. newest season of Queer Eye. <laughs> just watch it. It's amazing. If you haven't watched it yet, I like cried okay. my eyes out. The, the, the casting they do is brilliant. So. It is so good. I love the career, guys. All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us this week. You can find us on Instagram at joyandclaire underscore. You can go to our website, joyandclaire.com. You can email us. This is joyandclaire at gmail.com. If you feel the, the urge, you can send us a little treat this week if you want to. You can go to our Instagram bio and send us a little treat. I think it's like three or five dollars and you can just like treat us to like a non-Folgers coffee. And... <laughs> We also have Amazon store friends that you can peruse. We don't update them all that often, but we do have a lot of our favorite products in there. So if you're ever like, I wonder what kind of conditioner Claire uses, you can go look. We hope you guys have a wonderful week and we will talk to you next week. Bye everybody. Bye.